Position yourself and your business for success continues with a woman of outstanding leadership, Ms. Karen Kendra Holmes. Stay tuned for our amazing show with our amazing guest. To the Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. Your host is a certified executive coach and trainer with the passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you, Mark. We are moving forward in 2016 and positioning ourselves and our business for success. Hello and welcome, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host and executive producer, Coach Riel. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. So we are excited, as we you heard saying. Of course, if you are here listening to the show, you are positive. You are a doer and a shaker, and you want to feel good about everything you're doing. You accomplish things. You try. You do your best to make the best of it. So I want to welcome you because I am talking to you. Thank you for being here. Quick intro. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now LLC. It's a professional executive coaching, training, marketing, and PR company. And here on the show, we invite best-selling authors, teachers, thought leaders to join us and share helpful tips and information. So this show is intended to be for information purpose and thought-provoking. However, my intention of hosting the show and continue to do it, and we're going to be celebrating five years, so I'm grateful for you guys, is to really to inspire you to make some positive changes, to inspire you to do things that's going to help you grow personally and professionally. I'd like you to take a look at your life and see where can you improve on because life is all about moving forward, living it, enjoying it, being in the moment, and doing our best to make the best of it. So take it easy on yourself and just make sure you do that. If you'd like to have some more information on how we can be of service to you and your business or you are interested in being a guest on our show, please contact us by going to our website at yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. I am so excited about 2016 and I am positioning myself and my business for success. And we will love to help you position yourself and your business for success. So make sure you reach out to us and let us be of service to you. So today we have a great show for you if you are ready to be inspired, enlightened, and learn how to become an outstanding leader. Then you are in the right place. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll bring our amazing guest, Ms. Karen Kendra Holmes, on the air. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you so much. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments.
Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for being here. Success is accomplishing an aim or purpose while remaining true to yourself. Your action, your mission, and your attitude are the key ingredients for success. Your Life Now show proudly welcome the accomplished leader, Miss Karen Kendra Holmes. Karen is an entrepreneur, federal government safety officer, multiple awards recipient, Soldier of the Year recipient, and named a Woman of Outstanding Leadership in the Business Owner Division by the International Women's Leadership Association. She is an outstanding leader because she has a determination to succeed and to accomplish what other thought it couldn't be accomplished and doing it all while remaining true to herself. Please help me welcome our amazing guest, Miss Karen Kendra Holmes. Welcome to the show, Karen. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. Uh, thank you for having me on the show, Ria, and good afternoon to you and everybody else out there listening. Oh, my pleasure. What an amazing person you are, and I'm grateful you know, for you for being here for the fact that we got introduced and and uh, here we are right on the air right sharing it all absolutely <laughs> um so it's a great afternoon out here in the east coast we finally start to warm up a little bit so <laughs> we were in the deep freeze and and so we're grateful for that so absolutely Karen, what a great uh-huh. accomplishment my friends i honestly i i was so inspired by your determination, by by what, you know, you had to overcome to be where you are right now. So why don't we start from this point on? Every time, you know, okay. um, I, I bring a guest on the show, I'm always curious to know what gets them to be where they are. Professionally, we're talking about your accomplishment. What drives you towards success? We'll start with there. Uh, basically, I feel it's just a, a dream that I've always had as far as doing the best at anything and everything I do. It doesn't matter whether I was a trash collector or, you know, somebody working in a what some people would consider a demeanor um, professional field. But mm-hmm. to me, it doesn't matter. As long as you give your best at it, you'll do good at it. I love that. You know, it's so interesting because I was at the UN last week. Is it last week? I had it was a hysterical moment for me because I was beyond myself. I was surrounded with doers and shakers and leaders from all over the world. It was the first annual um uh women let me just make sure I'm saying it right, the first annual international women girls in in, in science. And uh it was a great event, but what strikes me not only the people were there it's everybody else, right? So I actually went to the cafeteria to get something after the fact, and I was waiting for for my ride. Um, and uh, um, there was a gentleman cleaning the floor, right? And okay. uh, we had we got into the conversation because there was nobody in there, and I, I love chatting with people just to see where they at. And I, there's a point to this, so we'll, we'll make this short. Okay. But I, I, I <laughs> just to reply to what you just said. Um, so anyhow, so the guy was a janitor, basically, that works for the UN, and he's been there for 15 years. And he was trying all his effort to tell me, like, whole, where he came from and how he was so successful. And this is not something like, you know, that he didn't want me to judge him by what he was doing. And I looked mm-hmm. at him and I said, you know what, I actually have more respect for you right now 
And I don't know you before, but I do have respect for you because you are working for a living. You are earning your living. And it doesn't matter what you do for a living as long as you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, Absolutely. I mean, he looked at me and he just said, oh, my God, I've never heard that before. Like, nobody ever said that to me. I said, no, because we are not what, you know, it's what we contribute. You know, maybe because that's what you need to do, you know, at this point of your life. Whatever it is. It's not judged by, you know what I mean, like whether you have a janitorial position or you are a CEO of your company. It's what your right. effort, what you do in every single moment. So I really do appreciate what you said. So that was that was the reason I mentioned the long story. But anyway, okay. so yeah, so okay, so let's let's back up a little bit here. Um, the starter okay. of uh, Karen's journey into achievement and becoming named by the International Women Leadership Association. What an honor! As a woman of outstanding leadership, you know, I teach leadership. I've been certified as a leadership coach, and I'm all about leadership. And I think leadership start with us individually. So we all must earn a personal leadership before we go on into the professional world and become a leader out there. Do you agree with that? What's your perspective Absolutely. on that? Absolutely. And I also believe that a good leader is also one that can lead by example, by doing the things that their subordinates or other people that they feel are lower than they are, are willing to put in the time and the effort to do as well. Um, no matter what, is going on. I'm willing to get my hands dirty just as much as the next person beside me. And I don't care whether they're, you know, by a low income person or a low status person or even a high person. Everybody should be the same and everybody should be reaching out to the same goal and achieving whatever is out in front to take care of. You sound, you know, a true leader. And honestly, because what you're saying, and this is the second time you repeat the same thing, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter, you know, whatever. Yeah, right? Like what position you are in. So, Karen, um, what inspired you? What was your inspiration growing up, first of all? Did you have a good influence? Like, did you have positive influence growing up? I did. I mean, my parents were awesome parents. Um, but as far as being in the volunteer status world, um, I pretty much achieved that on my own. Just having the heart to go out and help other people and um, even here at work, um, there was a certain unit that I was a part of that was the cadre, and we went out on disasters and stuff like that. Well, I wasn't able to go because of my position here at work, and they didn't allow me to really get out because we were so busy. So what did I do is I joined the Red Cross, and I figured this is a way to give back to the community as well, and it just kept going from there. Fantastic. Now, um, um, I'm, I'm going to lead into this for a little bit because I know um, most of us, you know, um, we get to places where we are with greatness because we we have to go through some adversity and some obstacles that, you know, life throws at us, right? And some of it, you know, and it depends on how we, our attitude toward it, right? So some of us look at it as an obstacle. Some of us look at it as, as a, um, uh, um, it, it, it's just an additional step that requires more work you know, then another step because, you know, let's face it, life is all about moving forward and taking that step Absolutely. at a time, right? So, you, yeah, you and I, we talked off the air about that. And I, you know, we're on the same, you know, because, I mean, you are where you are because you are a leader yourself. So my point is um, dealing with adversity, and I am going to put this out, and I just wanted to mention, I, there's a couple of things I'd like to mention before we continue here. First of all, household, <laughs> uh, household, house, uh, um, um, little point, 
If you like to chat with me or Karen, we're probably going to try to take those calls um, to the end of the show so we can try to get the most of our um, uh, interview with Karen. Um, I hope you guys are okay with that because I see quite a few people in the uh, studio. Um, again, the studio number to call us directly is 626-213-5773. I also posted the chat room. I encourage you to sign in so you can engage in the chat room uh, and share, tweet, you know, hashtag, please, Cotria1 is my, my Twitter. Um, let us know that you're there. Let us know what's going on. Do a dialogue. And also wanted to let you know, as soon as the show is archived, if you have given it the link to the show, that show will be archived in that same link. You can listen to it again. You can share it with your friends. And it will also be on iTunes in the podcast section. So we do love your support there. Make sure you support us there. You subscribe to our podcast. And you can download, you can, you can, you know, but all we ask of you to give us good rating. If you are enjoying what you hear here and some of the great guests that we have, we love your support there. So these are the simple things. And one more thing that I did mention in the beginning of the show. Again, the show is intended to be for information purpose and thought-provoking. However, we try to cover a lot of different topics here on the show to just kind of for information, to get us enlightened, to know that there is options, to know there is a way. It's just we might not know about it. So we try to shed the light on some of these options. We try to shed the light on some of the information that some of us do not have or there is so much information out there, we know that we got embodied, you know, bombarded by information that some of it are negative. And frankly, I just got certified as a self-talk trainer. And one of the things that I can tell you, 77% of our programs that we have right now, our mental programs, are negative and they work against us. So don't let anybody tell you that you are not worthy or you cannot do things. So just know that you have options. So now that I got that out of the way, <laughs> back to you, Karen. So thank you again for being here. So Karen, for those of you who don't know, Karen is a transgender. So um, not the reason we're going to bring this up and we're not going to be talking about the transgender, you know, the topic, the, the whole show is not going to be about transgender. The reason I wanted to mention it and have Karen kind of highlight some of the things and some of the problem and issues that she had to deal with because I want the people who are listening to realize, you know, there is a way and you have to be true to yourself. So don't try to hide behind something that you feel embarrassed or shy about. So we're not going to go in detail. So for those of you who call, please do not call just to, you know, to talk about this topic. We just want you to just listen to Karen. And then in the end of the show, Karen will share some information with you where you can get a hold of her if she could be of service to you. It was not right, Karen. Is that what you said to me? That's correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. We just want to make <laughs> sure that we're helping. <laughs> now we haven't, you know, because it is a sensitive topic and, and people sometimes, you know, whether they're acceptable of it or not, we just wanted to know, you have accomplished the unbelievable, my friend, and I'm so proud of you. Not only being who you are as a as a beautiful person that you are regardless of your 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 um gender your 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 um your preference or what whatever it is you are a leader and you have a lot of credentials so that's the reason you are here on the show because i like i like for you to teach us something how did you especially being in the army tell us about your experience tell us about 
some of the things that you overcame because you stayed true to yourself and you kept doing what you know how to do the best? Well, basically, when I transitioned, I actually transitioned five years ago, a little over five years ago, um, and I actually joined the military a year and later. Um, and for that purpose, all my documentations were already um, over to my new name and stuff. This part of the military is a volunteer component of the military. We support the National Guards. Uh, there's 24 states that have National uh, Defense Force soldiers to support their guards, and about 23,000 soldiers. So, and we only see our own personal doctor, and they sign off to say that we're okay to to serve this way. Um, for me, serving has been a, a a great thing. I never thought I was going to be entrenched in this part of the military as much as I have been, but I've enjoyed every bit of it. Um, I've been in it for four years. I re-enlisted for four more years, um, and I'm sure I'll keep on going from there. It's just uh, I do my chaplain's assistant. I'm also an uh, honor guard and color guard uh, detail person, as well as I do force protection. And um, we just keep on going, and we keep getting asked to do other things in other departments, but it's like um, I can't extending myself the way I do because of all the other things I do. Matter of fact, I have a co-worker who keeps me accountable for when I want to take on extra uh, things to do when people ask. And we just sit down and we talk about it and say, okay, what's the benefit or is it something I can give up and so on. Interesting. So, I mean, so when did the whole thing start? I mean, what, what got you interested in, you know, I mean, what was your background before that? What you, I mean, I know I'm, I'm reading here your, from your bio. Tell us a little bit more. How did you get into, you know, being in the Army and what was, you know, what was going on at that point in your life? Well, I was part of a volunteer group called CERT, which is Community Emergency Response Team. Mm, and okay. one 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 day we were having a what they call a cert rodeo up in Baltimore, and there was a couple of soldiers that came to that event, and they saw how my team was doing, which we actually were kicking tails that day. And um, afterward, they said, "Look, we're going to be doing a special unit with the uh, color guard detail, and it's going to be hopefully doing stuff around search and rescue. And since that's what cert is all about too, we figured this would be." great, you know, to get involved with that because I really wanted to do that. And um, it just took off from there um, back in 2011, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, we're not actually doing that with the color guard detail, uh, but we do have other detail units that do search and rescue and other stuff too. Now, you're also an entrepreneur. You are a business owner. So is that, like, also related to, you know, can you tell us a little bit more about how did you start your business and, you know, being in that safety? Uh... Yes, yeah, the Safety First DMV. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess started in teaching CPR first day back in 2003, 2004. And back then I really wasn't happy with the way that company was running the business and I said I could do much better and in due time it it progressed and I had a really big itch and in 2010 I pitched it to my agency to say hey I would like to teach it here but I'm also planning on starting up my own business Um, and I've been doing that since 2010 um, very much started up the website 
start up the website. Um, I've had a lot of students that come up to me and say I do it much better than they've had from instructors from Red Cross and other places. And it's not so much giving them a written test, it's giving them a skill test. And what I do is, depending on how big the class is, I'll send a couple of people out of the class and I'll set up a scenario inside and then have them come in and act it out. And I find that this is a much better way to teach because the other students get to see how they do. And then I'll send two more people out and have them come in like they're coming to a meeting and act out what they see. And a lot of the students have found out that this is a much better hands-on. They don't feel so nervous. uh, And it's really putting them to the test. And uh, that's how I teach my class as well. So I've gotten a lot of good response uh, from all my students so far, and um, they're just very happy the way I teach it. That's amazing. I mean, it sounds, I mean, you know, and and I love the fact that I take notes. So if you hear me scrubbing and whatever noise, (laughs) that's me taking notes. Uh, You do a skill test. I love that. I mean, I think we should apply that in that education, you know, to see what the kids know before we start teaching them something. You know what I mean? I think that's a a great, uh, I like that. I'm going to use this one, skill test. Well, what I wanted to say was about the, the skill test thing is, Basically, a lot of people are good at putting things on paper, written tests Mm. and stuff like that. But when it comes to actually doing it, they get clammed up, they'll freeze. And this is what the skill test is actually all about. It it releases that tension that they would not have thought about on a piece of paper. So is that, like, unique to you then? Is that unique to you? I mean, was that something that you were taught yourself to do? No. I basically came up pretty much on my own yeah, to me, because of the fact I'm not a very good, I'll say, test taker, but I'm very good on hands-on, and I felt that there's other people probably the same way, and that's what made it really work well. You know, it's interesting because, you know, I, I, um, I, I well, we all come from somewhere, but I'm not a, you know, um, original, you know, Eng- um, English speaker, uh, or what do you call it? What's the word to say? You know what I'm talking about. So anyway, so like English is my third and like almost like fourth language because <laughs> I do speak okay. multiple languages. So anyhow, so for me, like, you know, um, when I was taking a test, it was like, if you just give me something impractical, I ace it. There's no problem. When I had to take actually a written test and I had to do the multiple choices and I'm like, you know, and I'm like, oh, no, this is not going to work. So like, when I'm, like absolutely. I see absolutely what you're saying is very, very valuable because it really, you know, it's when you're hands on, when you know exactly what it is and you're doing it. Is different than trying, you know, because some people don't know. They don't take good, you know, good score. I mean, good testing um, because of that reason, you know, or other reasons that people just kind of panic. I, I used to really actually not like multiple choices question. And people was like, oh, that's the easiest thing because all the answers are there. I'm like, that's the problem <laughs> because I want to put my own answer, you know. I didn't want to like it on me. Like I didn't want it to right. be, you know, uh, chosen for me. Um, so that's awesome. So so that's almost six years then um you when you started your own business yes and it's been doing pretty good is that mm -hmm. you know it does this you know referrals is mostly what's been pushing it a lot but they do find me on the website as well oh fantastic um we're going to share that so make sure you have that website handy um also people who contact you you have a contact uh, page on there too 
Absolutely. Okay, great. So we're going to share that toward the end of the. Um, so now, who do you teach, and who do what? Where do you you know what's some of the the um, your clients? Can you tell us about your clientele and who do you work with? Uh, my clientele has basically been anywhere from the age of maybe seventeen, has been the youngest, up to about maybe eighty-two, I believe. Wow. And I've had everybody from from being all different races. Um, right now, I've been having uh, a couple of Hispanic people come up to my class as well, which has been a challenge. But I don't look at every challenge as something that's going to improve myself. Um, and I take a little bit more time. I explain, you know, I, I give them that extra attention because I know one way or another, somebody's going to lose something in translation. Either they're not going to understand me or me understanding them. But it's been working out great so far. Oh, um, I'd love to get a Spanish person in, in as one of my instructors, and that way I won't have to worry about that too much. Well, if you're close to me, I might be able to help. <laughs> yeah. So now, do you have to be certified? Is there certifications or anything that to you know to teach? Yes. Uh, what, what I do is um, I had to go in for a three-day training class, which is kind of odd because the first day is just basically learning CPR, first aid, and the AED, which I already knew. But then the next two days are basically uh, information as far as how to be an instructor, which has been a little different for me in 2003 and 2004, where it was pretty much teacher-instructed, where now it's more video instruction, and you just emphasize and and, um, really what they've seen or heard in the video. Interesting. So now you started your business before you joined the Army, is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. All right, because I'm doing the math here because you said uh, <laughs> five years ago. Okay, so I'm just going through. So why the business? What what made you, what, what inspired you to start your own business? Um, well, one, like I said, back in 2003 and four, I just really felt that I could teach it much better under my own leadership as far as how I want to see my business grow and how I feel that, you know, every customer deserves nothing but the best from their people that they're getting services from. When at the other company, and I won't mention any names, um, it was a, a school that actually taught for daycare providers and babysitters. And what we did was we basically photocopied the instruction book gave it to the student, and then, of course, the student had to turn it back in at the end of the class. And I'm like, wait a minute. I know for a fact in this kind of class, every student's going to want to at least take home the instruction book so they can, you know, review it later. And she didn't understand. I said, look, if you get me to start off with 10 to 15 books, I'll sell those during my next class, and then we just take the money and go and restock back up to another 10 to 15 and she just didn't see it that way. And I said, uh, I got to do something better. And that's how I just ventured out on my own, just game planning, how I wanted my website to look and um, the type of people I want to attract and let them know that no matter whether you're big or small, you're going to get treated the exact same way. Um, I don't look at uh, a company any different than somebody that's individually that needs the same attention and learn how to do these skills. I love to, um, I love survival. I love disasters. That's just been my thing for years. 
Um, and that's why I do the Safety First DMV, which has just led to more and more adventure for me in my life. So what are some of the challenges? I mean, I know I'm a business owner myself, and I started my company in 2008. Um, I used to work for corporate, so, you know, but there are, you know, plenty of challenges. And, and for those of us, for those people who are listening, and, and uh, whether they are starting out or they in it already, but they just need to take it to the next step, what's some of the things that you, you think, you know, um, helpful to examine and, and uh, so your business keep moving forward? Well, it's definitely, I think you need to put the time to it um, and cultivate your business. Uh, go out, canvas the area, find out your niche, find out what's different about you versus everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, one time I used to sell first aid supplies, and for at one company I would say, oh, I would give them a, a five-question fact sheet, and the question might be, when your last representative came here, did they do this? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did they do that? No. And if you answered no to even three of those questions, I was pretty high about it. Said out of five, I said you need to call me, and I would literally get a phone call within about that. five minutes after I left because what I did was I went and pointed out what the other company didn't do, which they should have done. That I do personally for that company, no matter like I said, big or small, they all got treated the same. You know, it's interesting what you just said because, you know, I come from a corporate sales and, you know, we all sell. People don't realize no matter what profession you are in, you're selling. In your business, you be, have to become a salesperson in your company because, you know, especially when you're starting out, you could continue, not even just only when you're starting out. Um, but some of the things that I took note of, that's exactly what, you know, what we were trained, what I used to train my, my salespeople. You know, you got to find your niche. You got to find what makes you you know, stand out versus someone else. You got to do the fact finding. You have to learn your market. You have to know what what they want because I mean, I think the 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 toughest things about sales, and that's why sometimes people say it's not for everybody, because people have information, right? So the salesperson or the saleswoman or whoever you know going out there, I, you know, I don't like labels, but you know, the person who's out there right. trying to get the deal, right? Um, is um, they go out there and they just have all this information, right? So I work for different companies and different corporates, and they have different products and services, right? So you just say, okay, as long as I learn the product and I know the services, I can sell it. Well, no, that is not correct. Right. Because first of all, there's other people who know the same product, the same, you know, and and uh, uh, they might be getting the business before you because you don't have the other stuff that required for you to close this, the deal, which is you, because people buy from you first. Second is you want to service their need, not your need, because a lot of times salespeople, right. and this is in business, I'm teaching this in a business perspective, when it's your business especially, when you're going out there and you just want to tell people what they should be getting, you need to get this and you need to get that because this is how it's going to help you, blah, 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 blah. No. Well, the second part maybe that's going to help you, but you have to basically listen to their needs and address their needs based on the products and services that you have. And I, what I heard you saying is exactly it. Yeah. And like point example, back uh, in the 90s, um I used to sell alarm systems, and when I would go to a customer's site, I would survey their home, and I would tell them point blank, 
this is what I suggest, and which is pretty much the basics, but I'm going to cover as much as I can. Uh, and I tell them, I'm looking to only cover anything that's off the ground or the rooftop. Anything else that you want to put into your house to cover for an alarm system, that's you spending your own money. And people would go like, wow, you know, that's interesting that you're not trying to push more and more product on me to make a bigger sale. And that, and that's just basically how I've worked, um, being totally honest and letting them know that once I sell you the product, it's not the end of seeing me. You're going to get constant contact with me all the time because exactly, I look at exactly. it as a family. Right. Cultivate right. And, and farm and, and, and nourish and making sure that you're giving it the proper water and seeds and all the stuff that needs to to continue to grow. That is really important. So, I mean, for those of you guys mm-hmm. who are listening, you know, I am, this is what I do, <laughs> business, you know, <laughs> management and strategic planning. And one of the big key things that I always make sure I teach, you know, you need to really know, understand, you know, um, your business, first of all. You need to understand what makes you different than someone else. Because I think, you know, when we worry so much about our competition, we lose edge. Because all we're doing is trying to keep up with our competition. But what makes right. us successful is our unique uh, you know what I mean? Like make or make yourself Absolutely. unique to yourself. I mean, somebody could be doing the same thing. Honestly, I, I give an example. For instance, this is part of the the things that I do, which is one of the hats that I wear. Of course, being a host and executive producer of this show, and I have to tell you, I don't listen to anybody else. I don't listen to anybody else because I'm sure there's a lot of plenty, you know, um, you know, wholesome like just to see that so I can learn something from them. Yeah, that's a great. I will learn from people who have been successful and that's that's absolutely, you know, true, but I try not to put myself in a place that I'm competing with someone else because when I'm doing this, all I'm doing is just trying to keep up where I'm losing the edge of why I got into doing what I'm doing. When I started hosting this show 5 years ago, I never thought I'll be doing it right now and honestly because I'm very busy. And I got a lot of, you know me, like, because I do a lot of other things. And, uh, um, but this was an avenue for me to, to actually reach out to the people I haven't had a chance to reach out before. And I love it. So for that purpose, that's what I stay focused on. And you heard me about my intention. I say that every time. You know, even when I reward it differently, it's always the same. I'm a, I'm a student yeah. by nature and I'm an educator by, 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 um, uh, by, by choice. So I choose to learn. Yeah. And I choose to, yes, absolutely. You know what we're going to do? There's so much to talk about, and I can't believe the time. Just fly, fly, fly. My friends, the chat room is open. I see um, Victoria. I have my glasses on here. Welcome, Victoria, um, to the show. Thank you so much for being here. So make sure you sign in. Join us. The studio is open, 626-213-5773. We're going to take a short break, and we are featuring a new ad today. Um, so stay tuned, and we will be right back with our amazing guest, Ms. Uh, Karen Holmes. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. I don't know if it's I doubt it. Here on the Your Life Now show, we applaud the doers, the shakers, and the people who are making it happen, our supporters, and the people who we collaborate with. 
And today, we'd like to put a spotlight on a wonderful person, Ms. Tracy Lee Anderson, the founder and the CEO of the Game Changer Diary. And if you'd like to know more about Tracy and the wonderful work that she does, please go to www.thegamechangersdiary.com. That's thegamechangersdiary.com. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show, and I am your host, Kotria. Thank you so much for joining us, and, and welcome. If you are listening live or archived here or iTunes or Stitcher app, remember, we are also on the Stitcher app. We're still waiting to get our show also on iHeart. So we have a different avenue, and you can also go to our website anytime and listen to all the episodes that we have, and that is yourlifenow.info. So welcome. So today, in a, I'm 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 beyond myself. I'm so excited uh, about our guest today, Miss Karen Holmes. She's an entrepreneur, federal government safety officer, multiple awards recipient, Soldier of the Year recipient, and named a woman of outstanding leadership in the business owner division by the International Women Leadership Association. She's an amazing woman, and we were talking before the break about her achievements about some of the things that she um, she had to encounter, you know, starting her own business as well. And she gave us a lot of great tips on how to and what not to to do. And she is live here on the air with us. Welcome back, Karen. Thank you for being here. Hey, no problem. <laughs> hello. Glad to be here. Hello, hello back to you. So, um, yes, so talking about our business and starting the business and and you made a lot of great points you know find what makes you who you are versus someone else find your niche you know you said talk about fact and fact finding you know um in your market area you know search your market area find out exactly what people need and if you could provide that service to them then you are in that right place was there anything else that you'd like to share on that part yeah, I wanted to at least say I think the most important thing when it comes to business is not to cut your competition down. I believe in, like I said, selling your yeah. product and your services. Um, and I used to always tell people to take three things in mind when you're looking for a product or service. If you had, were given three things, price, quality, or service, which one of the three would you eliminate? And once you think about it, you would want to eliminate the price because you want good service and you want quality work or quality I service. So, yes. So. I'm giggling here because I giggle. like these are like absolutely such a valid point because people always think the price is the first objection that people have. It's the, if you give them those choices, they're going to want to pick up the quality and they're going to pick up the service. Well, I tell you one thing I do on my business card, which has been really catchy when I give it to some business people. Behind my name, which will be Karen Holmes or Karen Kendra Holmes, I have in parentheses LFB. And a lot of people will ask me, what does LFB stand for? And I say, I'm glad you asked. That does two things. That reminds me I'm looking for business. And it lets you know I'm looking for business. So that gives me an opportunity to tell you that. Can I steal that one? Absolutely. I tell everybody it's, it's yours that. to put. Brilliant. Brilliant. Looking for business. LFB. Oh, my goodness. You got I it. am taking notes like crazy here. This is perfect. <laughs> love, love, love that. 
See, I didn't have your business card then. I I would have like stood out for me. I would have asked you about that. <laughs> well, we'll make sure we get one to you. Oh, absolutely. I would love that. You know, I had the pleasure of meeting. Um, so we just like rewind here a little bit because um, how our connection is. It's an amazing world, and I love the world that we live in because like-minded people, people who are amazing, the doer and the shaker. And I just like, I, I'm, I'm just, I have a soft heart for that, honestly. So like when I was at the, at, at the UN, uh, I was like, ah, like I was talking to her highness from Malta and, and I'm like, I am talking to princess, whatever. Like I couldn't believe, you know, myself that she's standing right there in front of me and she's actually going to be on my show. But the point when I'm making here. It's us, you know, like how we meet and how the avenues. So Karen was featured in a um, special edition, and I was actually in that special edition alone. I think you were with the same. We were in the same edition together, right? The uh, this year or last year's, yeah, the platform. Yes, yeah. the the fifty some people, yeah, the fifty five. I, I can't remember how many women there were there, but anyhow. So I was I had the opportunity and the honor to actually cover the red carpet for the platform magazine down in Luray, Virginia at the amazing bed of breakfast of Daryl Haley. Haley, did I say his name right? I'm sorry, Daryl. He yes. is uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> he used to play remind me who he played for. Daryl. Uh I believe okay. it was the New England Patriots. I want yes, to say. I, I'm really, I don't follow football, so I apologize for that, Daryl. Much love to you. So anyway, so I had the opportunity to cover the event, and that's when I met you for the first time. Is that correct? Absolutely, and it was yes, a great event. And, and it was a great event, and, and of course, we stayed at this luxurious uh, bed. What was the place, the name of the place? See, I, I now my all the stuff, is, I wasn't planning on talking of it. It was natural to, to, to mention it. However, and you put me on the spot, matter. too. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The point of what we're trying to say here, that Karen was featured among some amazing women um, in the magazine, and uh, it's a great magazine, the Platform Magazine, um, uh, founded by Dr. Judy Stevely, who had been a guest on our show a couple of times. So, um, and that's where I connected with, with Karen, and, uh, and we, we stayed in touch. And, of course, Miss. Tracy Anderson, again, who you heard her feature at today, um, she was uh, one of the uh, amazing people who are covering the social network, um, social media um, services and, and connections. And, and we did the impossible because um, Daryl wanted to be in, out in the boonies in his beautiful Luray because he wanted to, you know, to stay away from, you know, like kind of like get away from it all. So there was no internet, there was nothing, and we managed to actually host the show and do all the interview do, using two phones, and if Tracy's listening, she knows what we're talking about here. But it was an amazing uh, um, uh, place to be and meet all these amazing doers and shakers, and, and, and Karen, I had the pleasure of meeting you at that time. So Karen, let's rewind a little bit, and I know we closed okay. up, the time is really going fast. Um I want to touch up more about your um, situation. Well, it's not a situation. It shouldn't be a situation. Mm-hmm. About your transition. Um, okay. What are some of the difficulties, what some of the challenges that you had to face and overcome, or how did you overcome them? This two-part question. So what are some of the challenges, and how did you overcome them? Well, it's kind of interesting, um, and I think it basically boils down to the way I am as a person individually before I transition, and I know I transitioned here on the job, like I said, a little over five years ago, 
And I was kind of worried when I came back to work that it was going to be maybe a 5 to 10% of an issue, which that's pretty good odds if you look at it. Um, and I was basing that on type of person I am around people. And when I came back to work, I only found like maybe a 1% or 2% of an issue, which was even really good. And I said to myself, you know what, I can live with those odds. And then later, um, as talking, you know, I knew this one particular department was going to be a problem. And it was up until a little bit later, one of the ladies in that department happened to be sitting in a um, class that we took together for about a week. And at the end of the week, we had to talk about anything we wanted to talk about. And I was going to talk about my uh, experience uh, with Joplin, Missouri, doing the tornado. And about 15 minutes before we were coming back from lunch, I just felt a, a nudge from God saying, no, talk about your transition. And I went, really? Are you serious now? <laughs> I'm telling God this. <laughs> and uh, of course, I go ahead and talk about it, my transition. And in there, I talked about the 1% or 2% of an issue. And after the class was over, one of the girls came up to me and said, from that department, I am really sorry you're a great person. I had no idea. And I think I was one of those 2% people. And I went, oh, my God, I can't believe it. If I didn't get anything out of this class, it was reaching this one person, which really kind of changed the life around for the other department that I was thinking I'd have an issue with. Um, Other situations that I've had, um, a particular neighbor of mine actually said to me one day, that she felt that I was a bad influence. And I went, a bad influence to who? You know, uh, and it was about around her kids and stuff like that. And I said, you know, I don't never even interact with your kids, let alone much with you, except, you know, I do say hi and bye. But um, it, it really was bothersome to me because I felt like, you know, this lady doesn't know anything about me yeah. to be able to come up and say I'm a bad influence. And I just basically said to her, you know, what if one of your children was trans? And before I could finish getting the words out, she just totally went ballistic. So that was enough about that. And um, I only had one other bad experience, and um, that was with somebody who I thought was a good friend. And she actually was kind of being loud and rude in a restaurant. And another friend of mine, you know, who was with us just basically said, you need to calm down and you don't know anything as far as what you're talking about and that we're trying to be our authentic self and in living the life that, you know, we really feel we are. And um, any kind of differences I've had or conflicts, I think other than those, those aren't that much in a little over five and a half years. Um, But my challenges, I think, are after I transition is, you know, blouses or buttons are on the opposite side from when I was a guy. Uh, the That's zippers on the pants. <laughs> uh, when I go to, uh, you know, to sporting events or movies, the bathroom lines for women are hanging out the door and everything else. And I'm like, oh, my God. But, I love you. You know, <laughs> you know, these are all the funny things. And I'm like, but you know what? I would never give it up in a million years because, you know, I look at everything beforehand that I had a dream, and this is a saying that I've lived with for years uh, when I first heard it, and it was from a DJ here in the DMV, which is District Maryland, Virginia area, 
Um, his name was Donnie Simpson. He would always say at the end of his show, he would go, shoot for the moon, and even if you miss, you'll be among the stars. And I've, yep. Yeah. And I've been using that ever since, you know, with friends, encouraging people on my Facebook page about it. And there's two songs that really I feel are true to who I am. And one of them is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. And then my biggest one is Anything Could Happen. And it's by, uh, well, at least the version I like is by Fifth Harmony. Um, and it's just an awesome song. See, if you um, gave me all that that's... information ahead of time, we had played some of the stuff on the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. But you know what I hear from you? And I think that's that applies to a lot of different situations. I mean, I keep saying situation to a different scenario. Um, where people, you know, being judged for whatever their sexual orientation or whatever, you know, and, and all these things, it's you said no, knowledge, 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 because these people don't have enough information, and their information is based solely on what they have heard, you know. So when somebody make uh, like an assumption like that automatically, like you know, you are being a bad influence on their kids, even though they don't know you. That means they don't have enough information about you. And you know what? Let's face it. We're not going to go around and try to teach every single person, you know, about ourselves. But what we're doing and what I see you doing, and that's why you you standing up as the amazing leader that you are, Karen. And I, like, you have no idea. I'm honored for you that you are here on the show and sharing yourself and sharing your stories because it, it has nothing to do with who you are. Why Absolutely. do we hear about what we prefer in our personal life? Why don't we focus on the person, regardless of their color, ethnic background? See, like, I'm mixed, you know, myself. So, like, when people used to ask me, like, where are you from? I turn around and I say, where are you from? You know, like, I just, like, ask it with the same question they answer me. Like, what difference right. does it make? If I told you I'm from the moon, would you believe me? And they said, no, because you won't be from the moon. I said, well, okay then. <laughs> right. Well, I have to tell you. Well, just keep it that way because it doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter. I have to tell you what? one thing, though, um, and you, you're very right as far as how people define you. And one, this is a fear that people have, and it shouldn't be. It's like when I went to Joplin, I'm on the airplane with this one lady sitting beside me for about maybe 45 minutes on the plane. And all of a sudden, you know, we had this great conversation why I was going to Joplin to help the tornado victims and what I do for my agency as far as responding to disasters. Mm-hmm. And afterward, for some odd reason, something said, tell her I was transgender. And, and I did. And she went, wow, you're my new best friend. And I'm like, I didn't think I had to go through all that to get to that it point. But <laughs> To, to let the, her be my new best friend. But, exactly. you know, what it was is she knew who I was first without judging me before. And that's what we really need to do with the community is is to find out who that person is. Don't yeah. judge them first because of who they're trying to be. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. love that. Can you say that again, please? <laughs> I'll let you repeat that one. It's basically don't judge other people until you really know who they are first. And and that's what's important. Um, Everybody has a a mission, a goal out there. For me, I just want to be defined for who I am and the impact I'm going to bring to my community, state, and country, as well as the world. And that's what I've been trying to do so far. 
That's amazing. Honestly, I, 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 I admire you so much. And I, you know, I always like to use myself as an example sometime. And like I said, you know, it's, 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 I mean, unfortunately, we always get picked on and, uh, um, in a different way, right? Whether it's race or gender right. or sexual orientation, whatever. People always try to find something to, to judge you by, right? Without knowing you. <laughs> so here's, Absolutely. I laugh at this because I'm going to tell you a, a, something that just recently happened. Um, I had actually published a book, an audio book, um, 2013. It, it will be like three years now. So I redid it again. I republished it on physical, you know, disc for people who like to have a physical disc and not just the digital downloads from iTunes or, you know, my website where the book is available as well. Um, but here's the, the interesting part. So I have a big network on LinkedIn, and I I, I am a, a big social media, you know, when it comes to professional, that's the place I like to, you know, present myself as well, um, because people supposedly professional there, right? So people actually right. they go by you professional. They don't go by you, you know, personally. So that's the reason I like it. So anyway, so one day I posted about my book, and I actually had a typo which is, was very, very obvious. Mm. It was a typo. And I, you know, coming from the background that I'm coming, I was always been very sensitive about my writing English. You know, I have a master's degree and I still, you know, have to be taught, you know, teaching myself always to make sure I reprove everything. But it was a typo. So the typo was released. So the word was spelled wrong. And it was a comment. I had, like, people supporting me left and right and congratulations, awesome work for you, blah, 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 you know, great, great comments, great, you know, feedback from people. So I saw a feedback. One day I, I was still in bed. I have, I have this thing. I must have my first cup of coffee in bed. I treat myself to a first cup of coffee in my bed before I get up and do my thing. However, I start checking my phone, you know, getting ready to start my day. And I looked on my post on LinkedIn, and I see somebody posting on my wall, on my LinkedIn, uh, under the book, and says, and I don't know, this is, this is the interesting part. So he says to the fact, he's like, well, I will be impressed more with the publisher or the author if they know how to spell. Is this word new in dictionary? So mind wow. me, this person is not in my connection. I don't know him. He doesn't know me. Yet he found it necessary to make a comment on something he doesn't even know me, right? Right. So I was just right. like, my my first reaction is I need to prove myself to this guy. But then I realized there's a lot of people like that out there. So that means I'm gonna to waste my time trying to prove myself to everybody. That's, do you know where I come from? Do you know what kind of credentials I have? You don't know me, so why are you judging me? And that's right. society for you, unfortunately, you know, where we being judged for something like that. And like I said in the beginning, sometimes we, we, we can't go around trying to teach every single person, hey, let me tell you, I'm a great person. Let me tell you about my achievement. I was named a woman of outstanding leadership by the Women Asso- Leadership Association. You know what I mean? Like, these people that's won't the get it. Thing. Absolutely. They won't get that it. is the point. Yeah. That is the point. I mean it's like I you know, with my stuff dealings with safety here at my agency and and trying to keep people safe and responding to an email once and I misjudge a couple of words or whatever, I you know, their comment was that instead of looking at the picture, 
is I'm looking out for your safety, not worrying about my grammar at this particular point. I'm trying to get that message out to you right away. So, you know, we deal with what we deal with. Right, exactly. And, and, you know, honestly, I think what you're doing is amazing work. I think you inspire each one of us to, you know, not only not look at our differences, because we are, this is what makes us unique. And this is what I love about us being all human individual, right? We are unique. We're all unique in our own certain way. And I think we all need to respect that, right? Respect the person that they are for who truly are. Look at their accomplishment. Look at the things that they're doing. Look at their action. Don't look on them like they say, whatever the the cliche that says, don't judge a book by its cover. Look a lot Mm -hmm. deeper. Absolutely. Open the book and see what's in there, you know, without, you know, without being due. I see a lot of people in the studio. I think we're going to, I think uh, Miss Tracy Anderson is on there, and I think she has her hands up. So we're going to try to see if we can bring her on. And we only have a few moments here. So, and then we're going to close with um, some information here. Hello, Miss Tracy. Are you there? Or are you listening only? I think. Hello. Okay, I think she is listening too. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, let me take the other hey, caller yeah. here. Let's see one more caller here. Hello, one one seven zero. You on the air? This is me. This is Tracy. Hello, Miss Tracy. <laughs> Hi, Tracy. <laughs> we got so many people in the switchboard. It's click, click, click. How are I you? I know. I know. I know. I'm fine. And I and I know a lot of people have a lot of questions. And I'm just like, okay, I couldn't wait. I'm sitting up here taking notes. Karen, I have uh-huh. several questions, but I'll keep it short. Okay. The Safety First program. Okay. You mentioned that your youngest participant was 17. Right. Is this an age limit, or is it just so happens that that had been your youngest participant? Because, you know, I have a 12-year-old. Oh, uh, that just happened to be. Learning. Mm-hmm. Right, it just happened to be my youngest one so far, but 12 years old, that's not a problem. We're we're more than happy to teach him to. Oh, great. So do you all go to the schools, or do they have to come to you? No, I, I mean, I'm trying to work on groups that are big. I'll go to them, mm-hmm. but if it's like, you know, real small group or whatever, then they'll just come to me. Oh, great. Well, I've, I shared the Facebook page for uh, Safety First DMV. I hope everybody likes it, the organization. I look forward to getting you out my neck of the woods and uh, helping assist the, uh, the children to learn proper CPR um, oh. uh, training. So I thank you for that. My second question to you was, and you mentioned you were in the National Guards. What is the difference between National Guards and Army? I know that's a stupid question, but I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I'm with the Maryland Defense Force, and we support the Maryland National Guards, and it's all mm-hmm. part of, you know, the reserves part of uh, the Army. But, yeah, so we're actually the Defense Force. We're under Congress Title 32 of the militia. We're a volunteer component of the military, but if the governor or the president activates us, then we go from a volunteer status to a paid status. We've been requested a couple of times. I mean, the Defense Force has been asked out uh, several years ago on a disaster, uh, but since I've been with them, um, the governor has requested us but didn't actually activate us. Um, I was uh, requested for Superstorm Sandy when that came through. I was 
stationed up at MEMA where I had to uh, keep track of all the National Guards and the Defense Force and Air Guards. There were at all the emergency operating centers throughout the state of Maryland. So that was pretty, uh, really, really decent to uh, be a part of that. Great. And then my last question, and I'll let other people get some in. Could you please uh, uh, forward or let people know in the DMV area where they can go to get assistance or information in regards to the transitioning phase for transgender community? Because I don't see a lot of resources or programs in the area. Well, actually, I'm a board member for Metro DC PFLAG. Um, and if you, you know, get in touch with them or get in touch with me on Facebook, I'll be glad to uh, set them up. And we're willing to go out and we've talked to schools. Actually, I'm going to be at Seneca Valley High School uh, this Saturday. Uh, they're doing an event there after a young transgender girl last year was murdered in Gaithersburg. And uh, we're going to be, uh, the school wants to talk about the issues of violence among transgender as well as uh, bullying. So I'll be out there as a panelist on that on Saturday. Great. Well, sorry to hear what happened in the Gaithersburg area, but you know I will definitely be there to support you so I can gain my own personal knowledge to aid. So thank you so much for sharing the information and answering my questions. I'll let you guys get back to it. You're phenomenal, Rhea. Love you very much, sweetheart. Love you, honey. Thank you for your support. Okay. Much love. Thank, Thank you, Tracy. Thank you. Great interview. Thank you. Thanks, Tracy. Stay tuned. Okay, thank you. Thank you again. Well, you know, Miss Tracy, she's wonderful. She's a great supporter, and, and we love her. We love her work. So make sure you, again, you check out the information that I send out about her and her services. Um, she's very active in the community, and uh, um, Karen um, share the same hometown in Maryland, right? So you guys yeah, from absolutely. the Maryland area, yes. Uh, so that's awesome. Love, you know, people who got involved, you know, more and more and more because again, what we talked about um, before, it's knowledge, education. You know, the more people understand, the more less they feel, you know, intimidated, I guess, or the less they feel like, you know, they have to watch out for their kids or whatever. And the less, you know, of course, you know, um, um, dra you know, dramatic situation happened where, you know, like you said, that young girl who got killed, right? Um, right. You know, these things are, are heartbreaking and they should not happen. Those hate crimes are intolerable, unnecessary, and, and there is, you know, I, I you can never justify it. I, I don't care. No, whatever not it at is. all. Never, ever, ever justify it. So I'm going to leave it to that, and uh, we're going to close, and unfortunately, we couldn't take more calls, um, and I do love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the show and being there and listening and, and dialing in. You know, we love you, love you, love you, but, you know, we, we promised Karen that we're going to keep her for an hour, and we are over the hour now. So, Karen, in closing, my friend, I've learned so much from you, so I really do appreciate what you have taught us here today on the air. And you really brought, you know, opened my eyes more on, on you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a supporter of, of adversity. I'm a supporter of, of difference, unique, because I think, you know, we all have, you know, something that is unique about us, something that is different, and we all, I think we should all appreciate it, um, um, embrace it, you know, acknowledge, you know, that we are not all the same, right? And our success, right. our achievement has nothing to do 
with our personal life. So people, I hope they, they understand, you know, look at the achievement, look at the accomplishment that Karen had had uh, um, had done and continued to do thus far. And I mean, you know, being named the outstanding, uh, a woman of outstanding leadership by a great organization to the International Women Leadership Association. Um, you know, I'm, I'm part of that organization too, and I support that organization. And uh, I have to tell you, I am, I'm, I'm beyond myself how impressed I am by you, Karen. And I think you, you know, we, you can teach us so much more. And uh, um, so for those of people who love to know more about you and reach out to you for whether for safety or for more information about how to overcome some of the adversity issues with, with transgender. Could you please share some information with us? Uh, basically, you can reach me as far as with the Safety First DMV. I'm online. Um, numbers on there as well. But just go to Safety First, and that's first spelled out, dmv.com, and that will take you to my page. And there you'll find all the information. You'll see testimonials. Um, we do put also as far as special links dealing around safety. And for PFLAG uh, issues and like that, just uh, notify Metro DC PFLAG, and uh, they'll get in touch with me through there as well. I just like to read it. Just like to for you and the rest of the listeners in closing. I just want to say. Um, and this has been my my thing for years. Never mm. forget where you come from. Reach okay. back and help the next person to get where you are in your life. It's basically paying it forward. But sometimes people just need a little guidance and or help. And as Nike used to put out, just do it. And that's how I believe. And your blessings will come in ways you will never know and when you least expect it. Love that. Amazing stuff. I so much appreciate you. And, you know, like I said, the time went by so fast. And always it does. I mean, we're great people because I'm so blessed. We're great, amazing guests like yourself. And I would love to have you back on the show. And maybe you can teach us something new that we have not covered here on the show. But in the meantime, I want to repeat your website. And I wrote it down. just want to make sure I got it right. Safetyfirstdmv.com. Correct. Okay, so that's www.safetyfirstdmv, as in David Mary Victor, dot com. And, uh, um, and, then, uh, and then you said the other site or other information that you – could you repeat that again one more time? I'm just going to uh, Metro DC PFLAG. Okay. And if you go on Facebook, you'll see all that information okay. there. Okay, so people and, can connect like, with get you in touch there with... as well on Facebook. So. Right. Um, and you are under Karen Kendra Holmes, correct? Correct, exactly. That's and that's the same way as far as on Facebook, too. It's going to be Karen Kendra Holmes. Absolutely fantastic. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being our oh, guest. Thank you. And I'd love to have you back. Maybe you can co-host the show with me sometime. Oh, and we can just okay. pick a topic and talk about it and then and then see where that takes us. Because you know what? You are we are so much on the same page and and uh the things that you teach and the things that you do are amazing and they are true, true leadership skills. And I for that I wanna thank you for that. And just keep reaching out and like you said Reaching out for those stars, and if you don't get there, you will still be among the star, right? That is Absolutely. To him. Is he still around? Because I used to, I used to, uh, I yeah, learned it from him. I say it all the time too. 
Yeah, he's on actually 102.3 here in the D.C. area. Oh, he's in the D.C. area. So he's not on, um, it was at BAT, right? I used to, I think he used to host BAT show, right? That he used to be on KISS, WKYS. Oh, he, I yeah. know it was on but something. He, I can't remember. Yes, yes, yes. See, that tells you how much, you know, I just listen. I don't pay. Like, the, the name, you still <laughs> I just like, when people say, how do you get over there? I know how to get there, but don't ask me about the name. <laughs> right, the name right. We had fun on the show. I hope you enjoyed yourself on our show. We loved having you. And uh, oh, thank you. Nice Glad you to be guys. here. Oh, thank you. Um, the show will go archived the minute we go off the air. It will be available on iTunes in the podcast section. We are also on Stitcher. And if you have any difficulty anywhere, go to our website at www.yourlifenow.info. And I just wanted to remind you all, if you like to be a featured guest on our show or you have a really compelling story to tell us that really adds value to our listeners, we love to hear from you. So you do make sure that you contact us and you can go back to our website again and fill out the contact information at www.yourlifenow.info. That's yourlifenow.info. And of course, if I could be a service fit to you in any way possible that we can help you in your business or anything else, we'd love to hear from you too. Until next time, stay amazing. Much love. Karen, we're going to say goodbye now. Until next time. Not a goodbye. Until next time. So long. <laughs> so long, my friend. Have a good evening. Yes, absolutely. And we will be talking to you soon again. Bye-bye now. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.